Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the show. My name is Nick, and with me, as always, is Max. What's up, everybody? This is the Top Keck Podcast, where we talk about pretty much whatever the fuck we want to talk about, because it's our podcast. Fucking right. Um, what do we got going on today there, Maxie? A uh, couple things. Couple minor things, housekeeping um, stuff. Yeah, housekeeping. We we know a a big big thing happened for you this last week. Got something. Know you, got something back. I don't know what you're talking about. I got my fucking shitter back. I got my race car back. I'm happy. You haven't ridden in the race car yet. No, I haven't. I'm sorry. The street car. The street car. Pump gas. Pump gas. Street, pump gas car. street car. Yeah, it's a it's a family car. <laughs> That was my big thing when I had a uh, when I had like my Turbo Civics. I was like, "Nah, dude, this isn't fast. This is like an economy car. It's a Civic. It's a you know what I mean." So the since the STI is a four door, it's a it's a family car. It's a it's a four door Subaru, dude. It's a family car. But uh, I got my Subi back from Andrew Tech. Um, we tuned it on ninety three. It made five hundred eighty five wheel horsepower and five hundred forty foot pounds of torque. Um, she's a fucking ripper. She's a ripper. That car hauls ass. Um, with the turbo too, it depends because it's been hot as balls. Yeah. Um, it's been hot as balls the past couple of days, so I haven't really gotten the best charge temps. With the front mount, it's pretty good. Um, the highest boost that I have seen is thirty-one and a half pounds of boost. Um, so and it goes as it fluctuates as low as like twenty-eight, twenty-eight and a half somewhere in that wheelhouse. I'll be interested to see how it performs in the fall, because yeah. in fall it's going to be fucking real nice. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's quick, man. It's a it's a quick little car, and the nice thing, of course, being all wheel drive, is it just like it just dead hooks. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you don't have to worry about traction issues. It just it just goes. But I've been driving the shit out of that the past couple of days. Um. And I must say, pleasantly surprised with it all around. I think Andrew Tech just did a, a, a fantastic job from top to bottom. You know, I've had that car for a year and three months, year and four months, something like that, almost a year and a half. Um, and we ran into a lot of different problems, just problems like or unavoidable problems, parts problems, availability problems, technical problems. Um, you know, issues with clearancing when the motor came apart, like stuff that no one could anticipate. It's not necessarily anybody's fault. It's just, you know, shit that happens. Murphy's law kind of stuff, but um, the car is together. Um, it's 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 not done. I hesitate to say it's done because it's like never done. Yeah, you know it's like I mean? the project is never finished. Yeah, and it's I, I'm still tweaking shit on it. Like I'm still messing with shit. I, I the next thing I'm I'm interested in tweaking is the suspension. Hmm. Um. I'm I'm not I'm not super pleased with the way it's performing. Um, I think it might be a sway bar issue because I'm having a little bit of um, um, understeer on hard corners. Um, I don't know if you know what understeer is, but if you have a 90 degree turn, you go a little bit past it. It's your mm-hmm. wheels aren't gripping adequately versus oversteer where you're steering too hard. But turn it into um, a drift car. Yeah, basically a rally car. <laughs> Turned that bitch into a rally car, but um, I'm super happy with it, man. It hauls ass. Um, I've just been, I've been waiting for someone to try me so I can bully them on the street. Um, but that is that is yet to happen. So when I decide to get new tires, we're we're gonna have to do a quarter for your car versus my bike. 
I'm down. I'm 100. I, I think down. that would I be really. I think that'd be really fun for a, a video. I'm down for that. Yeah, and d dude, it it like it feels good. Like it it, it just feels. Well, there's a couple videos good. you put up on your uh, TikTok looked pretty pretty fucking tight. That yeah, that first one where I went all the way through the top of third. I think that's pushing up on a hundred. So that was basically a zero to one hundred, mm -hmm. and that was not totally totally ragging it, but you know, giving it giving it the sauce. Mm -hmm. I could have like flat foot shifted it and beat the fuck out of it, but I'm still trying to acclimate myself to it because it is a fresh build and my transmission is still stock. Hmm. So yeah, we'll see what happens next with that. That's the next likely thing to fail, as it is with all project cars. Once you start making more power, you know you're just kicking the can down the road of what the next uh, the next part is to fail. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm super pleased with it. I was talking with my um, so I, I, when I picked the car up, I went back cause they I, my front tag was screwed into my bumper, like in the, the toe bracket. Mm -hmm. So it's like one of those front ones. So it's off to the side instead of being mounted like dead in the center. It looks a little bit cleaner. Um, so I had to go back and grab that. Cause I was like, I want at least have my plate in the car in case yeah. I get pulled over for a plate. I could be like, Oh, you know, I have, I don't have the hardware. I have to do it. So I could so come up with some bullshit. Did you know cars that are yours isn't factory anymore? But if they are not made factory with a front license plate mount, you don't have to have it, even in a state where you are required to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's the interesting thing, too, is so working in the car business as well. Um, that was something that surprised me because when you put a front bumper on a car, you know, the first thing you think is like, is the tag, like quality control at the end of the repair. You're like, oh, tag rack, blah, blah, blah. And uh, a long time ago, I was like, this doesn't have the little it usually has little divots mm -hmm. the impressions where you run the either the front plate itself or like the tag bracket um and i don't remember what kind of car it was it might have been a jetta or something i don't remember but it was the same deal and i'm like do i just run this bitch in there and i was like thinking about it, i was like that can't be right and i ended up asking someone and they're like no 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 no, it doesn't have it and we looked at the pictures when the car came in it didn't have one but yeah it's fucking stupid and the my car comes factory where it comes factory it does have a little spot to mount it mm -hmm. so i would not be exempt from that unfortunately but it has a little i don't know if you you probably never noticed it but it has a little black plate where it's like supposed to go mm -hmm. and it has these weird little hex bits on them mm -hmm. which i actually don't think i have here i'm sure i could find them somewhere but um so even if i wanted to put my front plate on there i i couldn't right. and i wouldn't because it blocks my intercooler so yeah. fuck them Say so my but, uh, uh, my lawyer's Jaguar doesn't have the plate thing, and he gets pulled over for it all the time. And he just has yep. a printout of the statute and hands it to the cops. Yeah, and it's, he's a lawyer, so yeah. he's not worried about nothing. He's like, <laughs> "Fuck you!" Like that Jaguar's got radar jammer in it. Oh yeah, yeah. as it should. Yeah, as it fucking should, and it's legal. Fuck them. Yeah, and that's the thing too. I think Howard the Howard County boys are all running laser. I don't think any of them run radar anymore. I don't think so. And it's it's funny because laser jamming is illegal, but radar is not, and it's just an FCC thing. It's not even like a yeah. a cop speed trap thing. But yeah, all the Howard County boys are running those um, what are they Dragon Eyes or whatever the really expensive ones, mm -hmm. fucking shitters. And you see them too. They oh my god, dude, it makes me sick to my stomach every time I pass them. I'd be doing the speed limit just seething. Yeah, like you motherfuckers. Okay, you gotta get a uh, plate flipper for the Subi. Dude, I've seen them where it's like the fucking uh, the transporter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have like a little a little shade that comes down. Or There's whatever. either one with a bunch of little 
like doors that shut, or there's one that actually straight up flips your plate. Oh, yeah, it just turns that bitch upside down. Mm -hmm. And you should make it a printout of a middle finger, so it flips. <laughs> I could, I could, I'll say I could do it one better. Um, there's a Instagram page called Bikes vs. Cops, mm. and one of the things they sell are plates that say run this, yep. like, you know, like running tags, and it's just got a middle finger on it. It's hilarious. So people would just run those so it looks like if you're in passing, you're just like, oh, yeah, that guy's a plate. You don't think anything of it. But if you, like, look at it, look at it, it's because they're, like, designed just like normal plates are. They just yeah. have the little the little shit. Okay, I, but, uh, uh, I may or may not have fucked with the cop on 795 the other day. I mean, it depends. It depends on how you would define fucking with cops. I, uh, I fuck with cops regularly. <laughs> I, I allegedly, yeah. Um, this is not an in admission. A video of, game. It's not an admission of guilt in any way. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I was r rolling down 795 to go meet up with some guys, and I was passing a state cop because only stateies okay. are allowed to uh, pull you over mm -hmm. on 795. And so I like looked at him, and he like motioned me to slow down. So I flipped him off, <laughs> flipped my tag, He's and, and He's <laughs> your break. fuck you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Big. Yeah, I, I flipped him off, reached back, flipped my plate, and just <laughs> wham, gone. Just dude, I had a, uh, I had a really bad habit of doing that when I was uh, when I was a little bit younger. I had my GSXR. Is we would, we would be riding the speed limit <laughs> down, pass a speed trap, doing the speed limit, and be like oh fuck, turn around on the highway and blow back the other way at like a buck twenty, just to, just to, you know what I mean, just to stir the fucking, just pot. to make sure you get it. Yeah, just to stir the fucking pot. Like, hold on. Let me show this guy something. Because I've noticed, and I don't know if this has been, a, like, a culture change within the Maryland Police Department, but generally speaking, with the exception of, like, MTA boys and some state troopers, they ain't worried about you. They're not worried about you. If you blow by them doing triple digits, they're just like, fuck that. They'll make a call. They'll say, yeah, I have. They'll, they'll give you the description, say you're, where you're headed, and say high rate of speed, not pursuing. Um, but bikes, at very least, they're not allowed to chase over 100. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I thought it was, um, I thought their pursuit policies were, and it, this could have changed because you have to realize I've been, I haven't ridden a bike in a while, but it was my understanding that it, it, at the very least, I thought it used to be the case. I might be wrong though. Um, that it was a judgment decision for the cop of like traffic conditions, weather conditions, day or night, whether or not they could pursue. I didn't know that it was, yeah. and it could, like I said, it could change. I could be, I could be totally full of shit. I'm, I'm pretty sure the law, at least currently, is they are not allowed to chase bikes because it is a danger to everyone, especially the guy in the bike. Whereas, yeah, no, I 100% agree. Whereas in Virginia, cops are legitimately allowed to just hit you on a bike. Mm -hmm. Like they can just run you into a tree. Dude, Virginia is crazy too with their yeah, Virginia's their cracked. policing. Like, dude, like Virginia will put you in jail if you go twenty over, like non-negotiable. Just mm -hmm. you're going, you're getting reckless, and you you'll probably lose your license. Which is why if you're doing twenty over, I have to watch myself whenever I drive through Virginia, like a lot, because I have a heavy foot. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> and that's the thing is, I don't go to Virginia, but like that literally is probably one of the only reasons I haven't moved to Virginia, because Virginia is like Maryland, but cooler. Yeah. <laughs> like you can do cool shit in Virginia um, compared to Maryland, but not speed. Mm -mm. And like in Maryland, dude, shit. I've been. I'm trying to think. I had. The, I used to have this Volvo station wagon, huge piece of shit. Oh, I don't remember where I was going, but I was headed. So you know that little interchange between 
70 and 29 mm -hmm. where it's like before you go past the 40 exits that like long straight where everyone is still doing 85 coming off of 70 yeah. i'm hauling ass in the fucking rain i had a cop stop me i swear to god stops me didn't even take my license and literally just goes hey man i didn't clock you but you should slow it down it's raining and i know you're speeding because i was speeding <laughs> like in virginia dude i'm just in jail mm -hmm. you know what i mean that's and that's by the way is the only warning i've ever gotten from a police officer ever in my entire life I've definitely gotten warnings, but that's just because, like, I've had family and close friends that were police officers that told me how to handle the whole situation. So, mm -hmm. so I, like, all I shut my shit off, keys on the dash, all my windows mm -hmm. down, like, mm -hmm. all my shit's ready. And they're always like, you got, you got family that's a cop or something? I was like, yeah. Yeah, until they pull up your fucking shit and realize you've gotten 30 warnings in the past three years. And they're like, oh, yeah, this guy's a frequent flyer. He's a veteran. Yep. I know what's up. I um I do the same. I I always take my keys out and throw them on the dash, and I always put both my hands on the steering wheel. If I have a passenger, I say put both your hands on your knees where they're like easily, See you, you know, in, in view. And I don't even pull my shit out. I wait for the cop to walk up, and I always ask him, "Hey, my you know my IDs in my wallet and my shit is in the dash. Can I reach for it now?" Mm -hmm. And that's again, I I don't get fucked with cops too bad. Like I definitely get like a a break to a certain degree like they don't hit me with everything in the book but i get tickets like mm -hmm. they, i i never just get like a verbal warning or a written warning i always get tickets even with the dude i'll get like pulled over for a taillight and they'll write me a ticket for it like not even a repair order they'll just write me a ticket going to work one day and this was like years ago now crazy to think about i was headed to work and obviously like i gotta work at fucking four or five in the morning like i'm i'm going I I know out the story is this the one where you blow by the guy on the wrong side of the fucking road? No. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Right, there's another story where you blew by the dude on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> I um, I was coming off the Mary off Marriottsville Road on the 70, and mm. like you've driven with me, like I gun it. That's just that's how I drive. Oh, fucking wild man. So I come off that exit, and I'm already cooking like 75, 80. Mm -hmm. I jump over both lanes, so I'm in the fast lane, and. Yep this fucking dodge truck like comes up on me and i mean like comes up on me oh yep there's an undercover dodge truck that i think there are a couple he i'm pretty sure he was a detective because he was plain clothes cop with the fucking badge necklace Ooh. um so i'm going Yikes. and i'm i'm trying to get away from him because all i know is there's this fucking truck behind me that's about yeah, to eat me ass. alive yeah so i gas it i'm i i legitimately hit over 100 and oh no i see the lights whoop and I uh, slow down. That was that was my warning, I guess. So I get over. He passes. Yeah. I, I immediately, as soon as he passes, I get squeezed right in behind him as close as he was to me. Well, apparently, that was too close. That, <laughs> that's frowned upon. Because um, he immediately pulled me over. Mm -hmm. And, like, fucking red face screaming at me. He's like, you fucking cut me off, and blah. I don't have time for the shit. I don't normally give tickets, and I was like, okay, all right, yeah, I gotcha. And he he fucking goes and hops back in his truck and peels out, fucking spitting rocks up at my car. I was about to run this bitch down, like I was pissed, dude. Okay, first of all, what a fucking jerk off. Yeah. Second of all, second of all, read the room, right? Read read the room, right? <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, if you get... Okay, prime example. We were... Oh, God. It was me, my buddy, Otto, and my homegirl, Fran. And we were 
doing something. We were riding down the Beltway. Now, Fran and Otto are dating. Um, Otto's driving Fran's car. Fran's car is a, I think it's an O2 RSX, but it's like a built all motor. Mm-hmm. There's money in this car. The cool thing about K-Series Hondas when they're built all motor is they sound like street bikes. So our favorite thing in the world was to hear that motherfucker rip. So we're driving down the Beltway, like, dicking around, whatever. Now, mind you, Fran... Um, let me... Let me... Let me omit that part of the story. Things are happening in the car. Okay, so a wise man once told me, you know, only do one illegal thing at a time. If you're going to be in the car, I don't know, smoking a bowl, for example, don't be speeding, right? If you're going to be driving a, a car that's loud and modified... Don't be doing other shit with it because that's it's gonna the more you're, shit you know what I'm saying. You're if you gonna get a at. ticket, yeah. yeah, it's just you want to uh, minimize the amount of attention you're drawing to yourself. Fair play, right? So <laughs> things are happening in this car, and this motherfucker drops it down into gear and starts ripping a pull. You know, we're we're talking like third gear screaming on the highway, just airing it out all the way to fucking nine thousand RPM, and. This undercover, I think it was like a Taurus or something, or a, a Malibu. Um, he, he flips the lights like he's next to us. He flips the lights on, but doesn't pull us over. This fucking jerk off, dude. He flips the lights on, flips them back off. He slows down, and then jumps behind him and starts riding his ass. And I'm like, hey, buddy, you might want to, like, let it go. Like, he was, that was his polite way of saying, cut that shit out. I ain't got time for it today. Mm-hmm. That's where you just, you take your L. You just, like... You take your L. You, uh, you got got. All right, fair play. Put that bitch in sixth gear and keep on getting it. Anyways, we didn't end up getting fucked with, but that's. I didn't even I get. Just, I didn't even get a ticket that morning though. Like he he was yeah. just pissy and wanted to show his dick. I would have been in jail. I would have been in jail. My I, shit would have been impounded. I was close. I Dude, was close. They they always. It's just I get. It's not even like unlucky. You know what I mean? It's just like it just. It seems like I always end up getting the, the, the raw deal. And, like, yeah, dude, there's, I've never been pulled over for anything. That's a lie. Every time other than one time, I've never been pulled over for anything that I hadn't done. There was one time I got pulled over where the cop suspected that I had a warrant and told me one of my lights was out. And I literally asked him, can I get out of the car and look at this light? And he told me no. The traffic stop ended. I pulled into, like, the 7-Eleven, checked the light. It was working fine. Um, but that was a whole other story for another time. That was back when I was a delinquent. Um, but yeah, man, like, I don't know, it just seems like I get the cops, and I'm always respectful, like, I always give my respect first. Yeah. I mean, I do it to everyone, you see, you know how you know how I rock with people in public, I'm always polite to everyone first, but... Yeah, I'm not a dickhead until you're a dickhead. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, is like, when a cop's a dickhead, I'm just like, is this a hill I'm gonna die on? Because insurance be expensive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, like, you, you call me a dumbass, call me retarded, like, whatever, dude, just, just write the fucking ticket, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, you wanna, you wanna be on your power trip be on your power trip you had a bad day your wife's fucking the milkman i get it you know what i mean it's it's tough right but my, my problem i'm not gonna be the motherfucker that gets shot my, my problem shit. is i am just naturally confrontational i know and so, <laughs> it is definitely a problem yeah uh this is why you shouldn't carry a piece i mean that's why i should <laughs> no you shouldn't you fucking run around and just start murking motherfuckers you're gonna have like eight throwaways where it's just like you just got them all in a line, and it's like you know just running down the line of polymer eighties. Yep. 
Oh, speaking of polymer 80s, I didn't. I don't know if I officially showed you this. No, I don't think you did. It's done. Ooh. So it's OD green. You can see that nice, yeah. nice green color. I like that. Um, I got the same sights that you did, because I really like them. Mm -hmm. Fucking um, really nice. And it's got a Culper Precision uh, Titanium Nitride Barrel in it. Everything else is OEM Glock. And I got Magpul P-Mags, because P-Mags are the shit. Is it a threaded barrel? Mm-mm. Mm -hmm. I could, dude, when I went to go build this bitch, I couldn't find parts for shit. Dude, literally, like, I was, like, playing the in-stock game. It was an ordeal. Hanover um, just I, got a bunch of parts in, actually. Well, and that's what I was going to say, is I noticed, I don't know if you saw, Hanover's running, I think it's 650, and they give you everything you need. Mm-hmm. To build the whole shit, which, if you know what Glocks are selling for right now, that's a steal, and it has no serial number, and it has no background check. Walk in, buy it, fuck you, mom. Yeah, I, I was thinking about it. Dude, I was thinking about it, too, because I was like, I mean, because this is a full-size, and that's why I bought this, is I wanted a full-size pistol. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the SIG, the SIG is, a, it's, I would say it's like in between a compact and a subcompact. It's, it's small. Um, and I, I'd say it's, I mean, if you want to even compare the SIG to, like, because you have a 19 or the equivalent of a 19, which is a compact. Like, dude, your 19's a lot bigger than Oh, that yeah, that's, that's like, hefty. Yeah, well, and, and that's the thing is with this thing, too, is it's nice because it's, like, it fits in my whole hand. Like, if I mm -hmm. grab that back strap, I still have space, you know, and I don't even have, like, a magwell kit on it yet. But I, um, I like it, man. I'm excited to start carrying it. I ordered a holster a while ago, and I just forgot about it until now. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of curious as to where the fuck it is because I want my goddamn holster. Um, but yeah, because you know when we're doing our things that we do on that, you know, our obligation, you gotta make sure you got that motherfucker on you. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have it on you. Yeah, I got it on me. And uh, dude, especially too with the way the Supreme Court's going, you know, if that gets uh, if that gets done, I mean, first of all. Imagine what it's like going to be like trying to to get a class set up for a concealed carry. Oh, I know. Like, imagine how much of a pain in the ass that's going to be. Because, dude, they're going to be fucking slammed. Oh, yeah. I thought about taking the fucking Maryland class now just to get it done so I got the, the shit. You know what? I might call. So, where did you get your HQL? Do you remember where you, or do you, you? Yeah, you have an HQL. Yeah. I have to think about that. Uh, Genesis. It's uh, down Marriottsville Road towards uh, towards Eldersburg. Oh, uh, is it off in the quarry? Uh, yeah, it's right next to it. So that's Iota now. Oh yeah, it is. It is Iota. It's Iota now. Because I, I now the reason I was asking is because I went there to get my HQ. Yeah. Um, because that just happened to be the closest place or whatever. But um, dude, when I went down there, um, I was thinking about that because I really like. I don't know how it was when you went, but dude, they were awesome. All right. They had all lots nothing, of information. Nothing but good shit to say, and they're yeah. they're the people that were like. You know, have you ever thought of being an instructor? I was like, oh, yeah. I've played with it. And they're like, if you want a part-time job, and they gave me fucking Fox Firearms numbers and was like, tell them we sent you, you'll get a job. Oh, that's a W. Yeah, and I, I was going to say, that's right up your alley, too, because you, you're an RSO, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have all that, like, credential. I, I mean, I'm safe with guns. I just don't care that much. <laughs> but I used to. I, uh, I don't anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I've i noticed the way that we are where we're just kind of like shooting at shit in the fucking uh, Anderson Ranch there. Mm -hmm. But uh, shit, anyways, um, I thought about calling them and saying, hey, 
with the, I know that this is going to pass. Can I take the class? Or like, how how how, how long, long is, is that good, good for? for? Yeah, yeah. Because if it's good for like a while or even like a couple of months, I might just take it ahead of time in anticipation. Mm -hmm. And like worst case scenario, they give me good information. Even if it doesn't go that way, they give me good information because I got that bitch on me anyways. Right. So, but I thought about getting that done and then filing. And dude, you know Maryland State Police is going to be a slammed. Just dude, they're going to be slammed, and they're going to still drag their feet too. It's going to be an ordeal. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was looking into that, and um, twenty three thousand concealed carry permits. I'd be willing to bet at least half a million. Oh yeah, easy. I'd be willing to bet easy. Because I think it's like we're like six and our population is about six and a half or a little over six million. So I know according to the census, we're like just over six million. But according to mm -hmm. Larry Hogan's numbers of how many people have been vaccinated, we're only at like 70 percent at like mm -hmm. over six million. So I don't, I don't know what's. So we might even be like eight or nine. Yeah. Huh? yeah. So yeah, half a million might be on the low side. It might even be like a million concealed carry permit holders. Because mm -hmm. the thing about Maryland is that's interesting that I've noticed is like, it's obviously a very blue state, but it's a very blue state based on the way the districts are cut. So most counties are Republican in Maryland. It's just the places with heavy population like Annapolis are mm -hmm. very... Baltimore, Annapolis. Very. And then like... Even um like Rockville and some air, like wealthy areas yeah, in Bethesda Montgomery County, stuff. those are like wealthy liberal. They're not wealthy Republican. Yeah, like all but, of Montgomery County pretty much is liberal. Yeah, well, and the interesting thing is too is even Howard County is like split, mm -hmm. which is which is interesting. So you have like the River Hill, like the the gentleman that we both the, the the gentleman that we both know that lives in the River Hill area, the sort of wealthy uh, liberal types, and then um. Even like Howard County and and Howard County like Ellicott City area, mm -hmm. a lot of Republicans. Oh, yeah. They're not super pronounced, but they're they're there. They're mm -hmm. definitely there. Um. So, anyways, I'd be interested to see how how that goes and what that's going to be like trying to get all that paperwork done. Probably a fucking pain in the nuts. But oh, yeah, it's going to be terrible. Um. Yes, yeah, so we get that shit banged out and then suck my fucking ball sack. And then I'll uh, I'll get. That'll probably be nationwide concealed carry, so I'll do whatever class has the most reciprocity. Because I know right yeah, now which it's... Yeah, probably be Cali or New York. Right now it's Utah. Utah co really? covers like 26 states or some shit. Hmm. Utah? Mm-hmm. I thought Utah was like predominantly conservative and would be very lax in that regard. No, but yeah, most... fucking Mormons, man. Most places uh, recognize... Utah's license, like that's the one yeah, my I dad wonder, has. I wonder if that's like much more strenuous. No, Who knows? Not really. Like I've looked at that class. We'll have like to go do other. that then. Yeah, we'll have to go get that shit banged out. So, because I'd imagine Utah is probably Pennsylvania, NVA, mm -hmm. so the adjacent states that we would travel in. West Virginia is like the Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> um, They're giving Delaware's... guns, whereas Maryland's giving money for vaccination incentives. <laughs> Custom-made hunting rifles. Based. <laughs> Honestly, based. <laughs> based. But, uh, shit, man. I'm excited for that, too. And, uh, speaking of guns, the ATF is still full of shit. I haven't gotten my paperwork back because they suck fat dicks. Um, I am very sad. Because I want that SBR with the forced reset trigger. Mm-hmm. 
that's going to be a little bit of fun. You think, um, you think dad would care if he knew it was all legit? I mean, I don't think he'd care anyways. It's just that the, <laughs> the, neighbors, the neighbors are the issue. Like he doesn't, right. he doesn't like me fucking making it sound like World War Ten down there. <laughs> we kind of do that anyways, but. That's fair. I'll respect it. I was just curious because I'm really interested to see just based on the I mean, videos and stuff. Every now and then, we could probably get away with it. It's like short bursts. Yeah, it's definitely not a, but not a like, regular thing. We can't mag dump like 100 rounds out yeah. of that shit. I was going to say, I just want to do like a, a cool 10. Just rip through a cool 10 at the end of a session. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I'd be interested to see how that all plays out too because... I really want that fucking setup to be done finally. And then I can take it to Hanover to get engraved and fucking just be done fucking waiting. I submitted that April 22nd, I think. We're in June. So it's been over a now? month. Yeah. And it probably took them. Oh, you know what? Now that I think about it, I submitted the paperwork on the 22nd, but I sent the fingerprints in that Monday. So they probably got them like the 29th. Hmm. So we'll, we'll save the first week of May for the sake of fairness but still that's a month and some change six weeks this thursday fucking hell six weeks that's how long the cicadas should be out of the ground dude i fucking hate those things i was driving i did a pull yesterday in the subi and my windows were down <laughs> and a cicada flew in and then hit like the b pillar mm -hmm. in between the doors like on the inside exploded yeah. like all over my fucking interior the head landed in my lap the tail ended on my back so i'm like dude i was fucking sick because i'm like wiping down my headliner and shit i was fucking pissed i was i was riding saturday i got one in the knee and that was Ooh. that was gross Ooh. Uh, so I, like when i stopped to get gas i was sitting there like dipping paper towels in the fucking windshield fluid wiping my pants off getting that shit off yeah and then i got to where i was going and i looked and i had hit a couple with the bike apparently that i didn't realize shit mm -hmm. is all over like i'm gonna have to pull the screen off to get under it i'm gonna have to do all kinds of shit it's fucked up dude i was sick too because i washed my car the other day i took my dad for a ride in sti by the way <laughs> Um, but I went home to my parents' house to wash cars. cause obviously I live in an apartment. I don't have a fucking hose. Um, and all my shit's there anyways, like my microfibers and all the, the detailing stuff. So I went down there to wash, dude, my intercooler, there were like six of them bitches, not to mention the windshield and everything else, dude. I, I want to, I want to pull my radiator off and fucking blow it out and see what I can get out of there. Yeah. I'm not a happy camper. Cause I, dude, I just washed it. Was it last night? I think it was last night. Yeah, that that was the first time I rode the bike since I fucking did the deep wash on it, and I am so pissed off. I hate it. Yeah, dude, it's fucking bullshit. And it's it. I, I think I washed it last night, and it's fucked up again. Mm -hmm. It's not even worth no, washing it, like, it right now. It was Saturday night. It's been forty eight hours, but still. Yeah, like you know, I'm I'm legitimately just gonna wait until skaters are gone to wash it again. Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm at. I am. I'm probably going to keep it rinsed, like, especially the intercooler, too, and the only reason is I don't want to have to let that shit harden and get all fucked up and then pick it out of the fins of the intercooler. Oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to have to sit there fucking toothpicks scraping my, my fins. 
it's gonna it's gonna be bad and that's like a fucking you know six hundred dollar intercooler or whatever so it's i gotta take good care of it plus obviously i want it to do its job so i don't want to damage the fins and have them clogged Yo, what's it's just what's with these random ass numbers texting me is it hey bud you still around because they want to buy weed from you <laughs> What is that? <laughs> what was that face? <laughs> Dude, I I don't get many of those anymore. I've had the same phone number since I've I've had a cell phone, but I every now and again someone will hit me up and be like, "Hey man, so you good?" And I'm like, "No. Who are you?" <laughs> so like, I vaguely recognize the number, but I couldn't put a face or a name to it. Mhm. 440-5650. It's probably that girl that we both slept with. You know the one. True. <laughs> <laughs> sure about that angelic. <sighs> she wants a piece, bro. Mm -hmm. uh, listen, if I were her, I probably would too. Shit. Apparently she'll let some loser knock her up. Really? Hell. Yeah, dude. Actually, I don't know if you know her friend Allie. Allie. Best friends. I'm trying to think of her last name and I can't right now. It's escaping me. I probably do. Little blonde joint. I remember her boyfriend's nickname was Lop because his head is lopsided. Lop. Black dude. Y tall, skinny. Okay, the, the alley that went to school with me. Yes. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly. So, her brother is the one who knocked her up. <laughs> Damn. Ain't that some bullshit? Damn. That is some shit that you hate to see, isn't it? Yeah, yo, tragic. Yeah, after Justin O'Deed, she ended up hooking up with him, and he knocked her up in probably the first two or three months. L. Which. I, Fat I mean, listen, you know, I'm the kind of guy where I try not to hold a resentment, but. Yeah. God is good, you know? <laughs> God is good. God is good to me, I'll tell you what. Oh my god. Anyways, um let me pivot real quick into something. Okay. Did we talk about Baltimore City no. last podcast? It's in my notes from last time, but I made a ton of notes for last time and we I didn't go I don't through think everything. we did. Okay. So I want to I want to get your opinion on this. Obviously, you're doing a million things throughout the course of your life. I was thinking about this, and you're a smart guy, and I think you could potentially come up with a solution, but I was thinking about this. So we have a city like Baltimore City, Chicago, New York City, parts of Jersey, right, where it's very clear that government officials have failed in, in, in both policy, enactment of the policy, um, rhetoric. Um, I mean, just... In, in all regards, right? And this isn't even the like fuck the state max talking. This is just a, an objective fact. I mean, if you if you want to say that Baltimore City's policies have been effective since the seventies, you'd be fucking hard pressed to make that case. I'd say so, yeah. I would like to ask what you're smoking if that is your, yeah. your argument. Speaking of well, Baltimore, I got that fucking hair on. I was about to say probably crack or the yeah, <laughs> dope. Fucking like just Baltimore City dope off a piece of tinfoil. So I was thinking about this, right, is very clearly Baltimore is in fucking shambles. I mean, I, I believe over a 10,000 abandoned buildings, like, 
obviously rampant crime, obviously a, a significant heroin problem, you know, unemployment, homelessness, um, single motherhood, right? All these things that run rampant in generally in most um, high density cities. High density cities. Yeah, it's just it's just the truth. It is what it is. So. My question then, or I think that logically the question then becomes, or it's, it's, it's two parts, right? So number one is why. Why is it that densely populated areas tend to be crime-ridden? And like, you know, fuck all the memes and all the other shit, right? Like, genuinely, I'm curious as to the reasons for this. Because it's, a, it's definitely, if you use a multivariate analysis, it's a very complex social issue. If it was just simply money, right. then welfare would have worked a long time ago. Right. You know what I mean? So I was, I was, I'm trying to like flush this out of my head because I, I don't even know where to start. So like with Baltimore City, how did Baltimore City get there? Well, the big thing I think is the great failures of the steel industry, the American steel industry. Because if you think about Baltimore when it was booming, we had Bethlehem Steel. And Bethlehem Steel was huge on top of the port and all the other various industries. So when Bethlehem Steel was defunct in, I believe, the late 90s, or at least the Baltimore section or component of it was defunct in the, in the 90s, mm-hmm. um, obviously all those jobs were lost and they, they never came back, mm-hmm. right? Because what is, what is the equivalent to the, Baltimore, or the Bethlehem Steel? So that's a big thing. And then it's like, did that drive our drug problem and alcohol problem? Potentially. A lot of people losing their jobs. I mean, you know economic socioeconomic factors correlate very highly with drug usage and crime so i'm just trying to like flush this out of my head is is how how did this happen to baltimore because have you seen the uh face group uh facebook group the like baltimore old photos or whatever yeah where it in the 50s and 60s it was clean dude people were scrubbing like you would see like row homes the standard row homes that still are there to this day Mm -hmm. like People are out, they got their, their kids or whatever, they're scrubbing with a brush the front steps, like all the way down like 20 or 30 row homes on like a Sunday or whatever. Like, I'm not saying that Baltimore's ever going to come back. It, I don't think it ever will. I just don't think it's possible. But how, how did we get there? And then the question, of course, logically becomes is, if we understand how we got here, maybe we can understand a way out, right? Because we know what caused this. If we can avoid or reverse some of the things that caused this 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 great failure of a city um you know how how do we how do we dig ourselves out and you know we, we have the standard um talking point answers on both sides of the of the aisle so to speak mm-hmm. um but i i'm i'm like i i was thinking about this like has there ever been a city that's pulled itself out of abject poverty largely and i can't think of a single example in any country westernized or otherwise yeah, not really and so I just I don't know how you foster growth and independence in a population and and how you 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 give people the tools for success. And like I think fundamentally what I think is that whoever can figure that out will have dominant political power for the next 100 years. And am I trying to overthrow the federal government? <laughs> Maybe, but it would just be interesting as as like an like an intellectual exercise. Like I don't even know how you would how you would foster that kind of um, improvement mm-hmm. in a city like Baltimore, where where people are just. I mean, dude, 
Baltimore City is an abomination. Oh, it is. You know, it's abhorrent. Like, and I I don't go to Baltimore City with the exception of like visiting friends who are moving out of Baltimore City. You know, and that's when I say visiting. I mean, we're talking once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. I don't go to like ball games and shit. But like, if someone's like, "Yo, I got tickets to the Ravens or like the Orioles game," I probably go, like if it's free or whatever. But like, I'm not. That's not how on my list of shit to do. No. I have no reason to go to Baltimore City. Zero. Like my company does a, quite a bit of work in Baltimore, and I still don't go to Baltimore. The closest I've been yeah. to is is Towson in the last like three years. And Ta- yeah, Towson's just... relatively upscale. Yeah, and I was gonna say Towson and Towson is especially being university, like having the university there is is definitely helped um, keep Towson gentrified. To just be blunt, <laughs> um, but it, it yeah, it just how 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 does that happen? And then you have you know you have your Fed your pockets like Fed Hill and Fells Point and, and uh, Canton that are young wealthy people, mm-hmm. you know. I'll walk around the streets of Canton hammered at 3 o'clock in the morning with 500 bucks in my pocket, no pistol, and not give a fuck. Oh, dude, I've done some side work in Canton for some absolute bangers, and Mm -hmm. I wasn't worried at all. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so it's like, how, how, how does that happen? Like, is, you know, there's, there's always that great hatred of gentrification, but it's like, you know, inevitably, like, all gentrifying, all gentrification does is, is, is make people move. You know what I mean? So you may foster more wealthy people to move to the city, but that doesn't save the that doesn't solve the pro- the poverty problem. No, it just displaces them. So I sound like a lib, Jesus Christ. Um, so, but seriously, it's like how do how do you get people to do better for themselves? And fundamentally, you and I both know, based on our mutual experience, that you can't help people that don't want to help themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you begin to foster that and 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 change? I, I think it's a cultural thing. I'd say I was going to say it's a cultural and then generational thing that Mm -hmm. caused baltimore to get to the state that it is there's especially with people our age that the push to the drive to work just isn't really there like we Mm -hmm. are we're exceptions and i know several people not everybody's like that but i know several people that are really hard pressed to be working all the time making money bettering themselves and then i know a shitload of people that don't really give a fuck lazy yeah they're just lazy and they're lazy as fuck and part of it is an overabundance of regulation in my opinion things like requiring licenses for cutting hair that kind of shit there's no reason that mary sue should have to go get take whatever thousand dollar class to learn how to cut hair if she knows how to cut hair like let her do it she'll be able to make money start making her own way that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and there's honestly Mm -hmm. licensure in general i kind of disagree with especially in the uh workforce Mm -hmm. some jobs are exceptions like i think electricians should go through school and stuff because it's a particularly dangerous job Mm -hmm. um but there are things like like, uh, the the cutting hair one just always comes to my head because i know a lot of people that have had to go through that class just uh Mm -hmm. just to go work in a salon yeah well and so here's 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 one thing too and it's you know i'm I'm not going to make a case for regulation here but one interesting thing is that i've thought about quite a bit too is you know it kind of in the same vein because i'm passionate about the car business how do we how do we get people in the car business to give a fuck about fixing cars right you know Mm -hmm. and what it comes down to inevitably is is a greed thing the car business is entirely body shops and collision repair shops are entirely unregulated Mm -hmm. 
outside of stealing, they have no obligation to fix a car right. None. Now, there was a famous uh, case in Texas in, I believe, 2008, where a shop had the, ac the, the, the access to proper OEM repair procedures and did not follow them, which inevitably led to the death of someone. But they had access to the procedures. If I don't have access to procedures and I fix the car however the fuck I want to or whatever I think is right, there's the, the assumption of good faith there. Mm -hmm. So if I don't know dick about dick and start gluing roof panels on, which is what happened in this case in, in Texas where they glued, they used a, a panel bond, and I think it was like a 3M8115 panel bond, to glue the roof of this Honda Fit on as opposed to welding it all the way around like you're supposed to and then applying seam sealer and whatever the fuck the procedure is. Um, they would have been able, the first responders would have been able to peel the roof off and these people wouldn't have gotten third degree burns. So I think fundamentally it's a culture thing. So while it would be good to have universal um, certifications or qualifications, right, is, you know, if I'm going to hire an electrician, it's going to go one of two ways. I'm going to hire you because I know you. Or if, you know, you happen to move or whatever, I'm going to, like, find out who the best electrician is that has the best reviews, that is certified and knows their shit. See, you know, whether whether the state mandates that or not. That is... It's on me. That is exactly it. That's where I come in on, I don't think licensure is really necessary. It is the responsibility of the person to make sure who they're hiring is worth their mm -hmm. shit. It is... Mm -hmm. It's not anyone else's. Like, that person doesn't like you said doesn't have an obligation to do it right it's your responsibility to make sure they do it right or make sure they're going to do it right correct and so i mean at least to a certain degree right is you know you, you shouldn't have to <laughs> spend 70 hours to learn the basics of electronics to you know or, or, or electricity and, and electrical repair or, or installation to to keep an eye on your guy to make sure he's doing it right but you know, you definitely, the due diligence is, is on the consumer, right? I mean... So you can rely very heavily on word of mouth, reviews, that kind of stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I do a lot of side work. I don't have my license yet. And I, I'm entirely word of mouth. I don't have like a Yelp page or some shit. It's just people saying, yeah, this guy does good work. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's the, the thing, too, is... You know, it's it, to kind of circle back into like the Baltimore city or the, the, the poverty thing even is, you know, if I think that if if as Americans, if we were significantly more community based, I think America would be a better place. Mm -hmm. And like that's kind of the emphasis I have. And I think a lot of blue collar people have is if you're a blue collar or if you're in a trade like, you know, someone for everything. Yeah. Right. So I'm in the car business, you know, I don't know shit about it. But if someone calls me and says, hey, buddy, do you know an electrician? Yeah, I got a guy for that. If somebody calls me and says, hey, I need a plumber. I got a guy. I know a guy for that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I just know it's just the nature of, you know, so I'm not like, uh, did you check Yelp? I don't yeah. know. You should look at Angie's list. Like, right. no, dude, like we should we should we should be supporting one another in a community. And like, I'm not going to recommend you to someone if you're a fuck up. Right. So, like, if, like, somebody, I'm gonna be like, yeah, it's my homeboy. He's going to take care of you. Like, tell him that, whatever, and I'll text you and say, hey, such and such is going to call you about installing da-da-da-da-da. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's this, like, mutual benefit that occurs for everyone because you're going to give them a great price. You get money in your pocket, and everybody gets clout, you know? 
So I don't know. I was just kind of like thinking about that, and I don't know. I just it just seems like we need a better sense of community for one. I think that's a great place to start in cities like Baltimore and Chicago. You know, why do gangs happen? Is it is it a lack of community? Is it a lack of connection? Is it? I mean, it's it's complex, right? It's mm-hmm. it's it's not one. It's, answer, it's just but... a multifaceted issue. It's so yeah. deep, and it's 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 crazy too because it just seems like no one actually gives a fuck. You know, because you you have, and I'm gonna shit on politicians here. You have politicians left, right, whoever that are that are concerned about certain policies or agendas, and they're not worried about fixing the problem. Like, if you're trying to tell me that the greatest economy in the entire history of the world is incapable of of buckling the fuck down and solving government spending problems and poverty, you're out of your goddamn mind. We're 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 on the ends of a rope, just pulling. Mm-hmm. And and we're not trying to to go one way or the other. It's it's we're trying to to apply policies. We're not trying to solve problems. Um, Let's say, and that's not, I'm a, not interested in that. Fixing a problem doesn't get you reelected. Making sure that problem stays mitigated while your party is in power keeps the problem. You know what? And listen, I think that is a great fucking point, and I think that's part of Baltimore's problem. Mm-hmm. And like you know, I'm I do my fair share of shitting on Republicans. So Democrats, it's your turn. They have f- absolutely gang raped Baltimore City. Like, dude, <laughs> that was the best thing. The institutional race was it Freddie? Was it Freddie Gray that passed away mm-hmm. in police custody? Died in police custody. I don't know enough about that. I don't give a fuck. Doesn't matter. But the 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 absolute gall to say that Baltimore has an institutional racism problem is borderline retarded. Yeah, you got you got a black mayor. You got a black city council. You got a black police chief. You have, I think, the second or third most black police force in the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, guess what? If it was, if it was literally every single person was black involved, it would either be institutionalized racism or it just wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like. That's it. Or the the internalized. Yeah. That's the big thing. Internalized white supremacy is, is the or internalized misogyny or whatever. A uh, a perfect example of politicians not fixing the problem, just pushing it off and pushing it off, is student loans. Um, oh yeah. Like Bi- shit. You want to talk about kicking a can down a road? Holy shit. Like Biden ran on the fact he's going to get rid of student loans. He's going to pay fifty thousand dollars of everyone's student loans, and he's recently mm-hmm. said he's not going to do any of that. He's just mm-hmm. gonna push it, and then you're mm-hmm. gonna push it and push it and push it until someone just says, "No, I'm not gonna do that. It's not gonna happen," and then that person's the one who killed that. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's 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 the same problem that the body shop has, where everyone just does this. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's the same on. I know it's the same on construction sites, and I'm sure it's the same with electricians and plumbers. And is you 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 if they didn't fuck this up then i wouldn't have fucked this up but it's their fault i fucked this up so i didn't fuck it it up it's never anyone's fault exactly now you know me i'm i'm very big on personal responsibility when i fuck up i'm usually pretty quick to say yep i shit the bet on that one because it's important to me um but until we get some goddamn fucking accountability you know and and listen even with the you know student loans 15 dollar an hour minimum wage haven't heard dick about that you want to know why he said it's not biden said nah that's he said it's not gonna happen he said, nah. Like, dude, I can't wait. Dude, there should be a book written. Maybe I'll write this book called The Great American Swindle. 
where Biden just reneged on every single promise openly, and no one seems to give a fuck. Nope. No one seems to care. Not a word. At least he doesn't make mean tweets. Dude, well, and that's the thing is at least, you know, and it's just, it's, 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 I'm not going to make a case for Trump because I hate a big government Republican more than I hate a liberal. Yeah. At but, least the liberals open about the fact that they're cucked. Oh, yeah. Well, they're not going to fucking lie to you uh, unless you're Joe Biden. But you know what I mean? They're 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 not going to be under the pretense of fiscal uh, of fiscal responsibility or fiscal, cons- you know, conservatism. They're just like, oh, yeah, we like to spend money. Fuck the rich people. We want to tax them more. Like, at least they have the balls to say that, you know? Yeah. Meanwhile, liberals are tend to be more wealthy Which, and educated twitter said they're keeping trump off of the platform for at least another year and then they'll reassess to see if he is still a uh a threat to public safety i think it was yeah uh, hilarious yeah. laughable in laughable. what way is this orange fucking oompa loompa a threat to public and, anything and what a tremendous what a tremendous social experiment huh the way that twitter has shit the bed and, and handled that and so I I know that you you listen to the is it Good Morning Liberty is mm-hmm. that's the name of that podcast you listen to very religiously. Um, I dabble in like Rogan and other similar podcasts, but I, I was I was watching a Joe Rogan episode with Tim Pool. Do you know who Tim Pool is? Vaguely, he's just like an independent journalist. He used to work for Vice when it wasn't cucked. Um, he he's really kind of goofy looking, but he's like now he's it's really weird. He's kind of like a he's kind of become one of those disaffected liberal types. Mm-hmm. Where he's like the modern U.S. left is ruining, and then he's kind of like a doomsday prepper too. It's it's very odd, but whatever. I, I was I was some of the stuff he he nails. I think some of the stuff he hits the hammer on the head. So it was Joe Rogan, Tim Pool, and then like some lawyer or higher up lady, and Jack Dorsey on a podcast. Mm-hmm. And Tim Pool is just bringing up people like, yeah, but you banned this guy because he said something mean. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, well, we want to create a safe, inclusive space. He's like, but you're a social media platform, like. It just like it, he's just sitting there roasting them, and they're just like parroting the same thing. Like, well, we think it's a da- it's dangerous and public safety and hate speech, and like the fundamental thing is like they couldn't even realize that hate speech is is a is a political thing. Yeah, it's not like not everyone acknowledges. As as a matter of fact, about half the nation doesn't acknowledge that hate speech even exists. So, you know what I mean? And they couldn't even like see past their bias or, or past that. Um, and, and it's just it, it, what a fascinating social experiment twitter has been where you know people can get away with things on one side of the political aisle as long as you think the right things and you tow the party line and i'm not talking about the democratic party i'm talking about the uh progressive you know whatever party line (laughs) you could do whatever the fuck you want i mean jesus christ kathy griffin had a fucking photograph of trump's head cut off covered in blood and cheap and like that was just like whatever and listen i don't care because it's i understand it's political theater Mm-hmm. But like, holy shit! If anyone did that for Biden, oh yeah, would, it, like the world would be over. It would the, the Secret Service would probably just dunk and limp their shit. Like no bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, but it's just uh yeah, what a failed fucking uh, what a failed fucking experiment Twitter is. Um, I think I may have one other thing to touch on. I don't know what our time frame is. Let's say we're at. Uh like 55 right now oh sweet so you want to close on the for the people act which is the voting rights legislation that i took a glance at real quick yeah so i want to ask your opinion on voting rights i mean do you think that 
I hate to like keep it open-ended, and I, I don't want to lead you, so I'm just going to ask you, what are your opinions on the current way that our voting system is set up? Do you think it is accessible, unacceptable, acceptable, unacceptable, et cetera? What do you think? So I think as far as accessibility goes, it's pretty fucking accessible. Um, if, if you want to vote, you can vote. That's pretty much – there's nothing stopping you. Um, mm-hmm. The only real thing I've looked into on that lately is uh, Georgia when they changed or put forth that thing to change the voting law that everyone was screaming it was racist, even mm-hmm. though it was expanding accessibility for everyone. <laughs> I just I, and I I went through and obviously you said it. I watched Good Morning Liberty. They went through and it's a uh, can't remember the site, but they personally vetted every single thing in that article about it saying what the what they're saying what's actually mm-hmm. complete opposite mm-hmm. like they're they're mm-hmm. adding more mail-in voting days they're uh, making they put voter id but voter ids are all free of charge so it's not like mm-hmm. you have to pay I, I, and again i have an issue with licensure in general so i'm iffy on the voter id thing i don't know where i fall on that quite mm-hmm. but I think it's extremely accessible. Like, mm-hmm. since I was 18, I could go vote. And nothing was ever stopping me from voting. I, mm-hmm. Everyone I know could go vote. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's that, and that kind of resolved the purpose of of why I was asking you that question because you pointed out a few things that you agree with and maybe I don't want to say disagree with, but you maybe would explore further, or have questions about, or, or whatever the case may be. So. This this act here is doing a few things that I think are interesting because, you know, you look it up and first of all, any law that has that like, you know, for the people act or um, the Patriot Act, like anything that sounds like too good to be true is, oh, is certainly uh, these these people that figure out the names for this are ingenious because you there's no way you can be against it because then you're the bad guy. Yeah, well, it's like, uh, how dare you be against Black Lives Matter, you know, or whatever. It's it's like the same kind of yeah, concept. exactly. Or Antifa. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you're so you're you're against the anti-fascists. It's like, dude, come on. It's 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 tricky. It's fucking tricky. It's slick and fair play. But um, okay, so oh god, John Sarbanes introduced this. You fucking cuck. Um, boy, that guy has a face that would look great plastered all over the front of his house. Um. Okay, so there are a few things in this bill that I actually agree with. So, like, same-day voter registration. If you just randomly decide that you want to, like, this election now is a big deal and you want to vote same day, I think that's legit. Yeah. I really do. I don't I don't see any issue with that. I, I You would be hard-pressed to come up with a case against that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you can change your registration at the polls. That's just a convenience thing. Does it doesn't matter to me. If you decide to go in and all of a sudden you're a Democrat and you want to be a Republican, great, or whatever. I don't give a fuck. Um, here's where I start to have some questions early voting what is what is so difficult about having one established day that people go and vote like i we have an absentee ballot system and most jobs will give you that day off most places will give you that day off i can i can see maybe having something where you are required to have x amount of time to vote from your employer or whatever, like, I, again, you know me, I'm not big on regulation, but if, if we're going to, but it's like, why do we have two weeks of early voting, right? So that's number one. Automatic voter registration, which I am not keen on because that is a system asking to be abused. Mm-hmm. Um, 
individuals eligible to vote for elections for federal office in the state, um, you know, just other such bullshit. Automatic voter registration. Oh, and then vote by mail. How do you feel about mail voting? What are your opinions on that? So, in theory, I don't have an issue with it, except yeah. for it can easily be abused. But mm -hmm. the way I look at it now, this last election, there was more mail-in voting than ever. Mm -hmm. It was no more disgenuine than ever like there's always going to be fraud in the voting system it's just yeah it's gonna happen so mm -hmm. this one was no less genuine than mm -hmm. ever any previous elections yeah and i i i argue anyone to prove differently mm -hmm. well and yes so i would i would definitely agree with that with this specific like i'm not going to make the case that trump stole the or uh, biden stole the election or whatever i i just don't think that's the case but if it was the case that Biden stole the election, it certainly wasn't a coordinated effort. You may have had individual actors that were acting on their own behalf or their own whatever, right? Like, it's not some DNC conspiracy. I don't think we're quite at that level of authoritarian not quite. Uh, whatever yet, because if that was the case, we just, like, wouldn't have firearms. We wouldn't. You know, there are a lot of things that were, you know, just to me, it's, you know, not quite there yet. But there, there were definitely examples that are... Uh, demonstrable examples of voter fraud that were occurring um, with one dude who took a Snapchat video bragging about how he went to a nursing home and collected over 300 absentee ballots mm -hmm. in, I believe, possibly Ilhan Omar's district or, or somewhere, some right. tight correlation to her. But, you know, again, I'm not going to say this grand conspiracy. I'm not going to say Joe Biden wasn't rightfully elected. I, I, I think that he was. Um, but it just seems to me that Creating an automatic registration and coupling that with mail-in ballots, to me, is just screaming. Well, we have to send everyone a ballot, right? And if you if you if you want to vote in person, that's fine. You just go vote in person. But it's like, hold on. The problem with that is is even if it's small scale, we've already seen UPS and et cetera workers having trouble with ballots. We found ballots in mass in dumpsters. Yep. You know, we've so it's if we if we start to mainstream this process. The idea that the fraud, without any fraud protections or any way of uh, discerning or, or, or addressing fraud, to me, is there, certainly foolish at best, right? There is one house or church or something in California that mm -hmm. had over 500 people uh, registered as residents to it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's concerning to say the least. Mm -hmm. Um and then especially too if we're not requiring identification if i know dickhead down the street's not going to vote i can and i can be him I can for vote a day for him. i can mail in my own ballot for for me personally and i can be him for a day and i vote however the fuck i want to vote and it's just it's really tough to you know balance accessibility and the idea that that voter id is racist i mean when i hear racist i just automatically assume it's it's stupid because everything's racist now yeah like it, math is racist that it, was the big thing i saw recently is math is racist it is and grading entirely racist. lost any weight behind the word but, but it, well 100 boy who cried wolf right yeah and so here's the thing right to take all the racism and accessibility like if we're going to assume this is just an accessibility issue I understand how you feel about licensing, but I would again say I would suggest that if you can't be bothered to get a government issued license or you are incapable of getting a government issued license, um, I think that certainly poses some questions about your ability to make decisions when it pertains to um, selecting our elected leaders. 
And so I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't be capable or have that right. I am suggesting that there are certain rights that we have to exercise um, by manner of uh, doing other processes. It's not just point blank end of story. You don't get to snap your fingers and exercise all your rights. You have to, there have to be some precursors that exist in order for you to exercise your rights. Um, and so I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. And, you know, it's, we've established at least in the United States that voting is not a, a natural right. It's not an inalienable right. Um, so how do we, <laughs> you know what I mean? How do, how do we square those two things? I, I don't know. And I, I don't have a solution. I'm just kind of thinking out loud here because it's just, it's not clear to me that we can create not, not even a perfect system. I'm not looking to create a perfect system, but we can't create an efficient or an effective system mm-hmm. or a, a system that is resistant to fraud, let alone, you know what I mean? Yeah. Doesn't openly invite it. So it's complicated, but I saw that and it just, it just popped across. And I believe it was Senator Joe Manchin, if I'm not mistaken, that said he was going to side with the Republicans because it was a 50, 50 split with Kamala Harris being the, um, deciding vote. The tiebreaker, yeah. And he basically was just like, well, guys, you know. And, dude, here's the thing is, like, I'm just, like, I'm on Newsweek, the headline, Joe Manson blasted as cowardly, power-hungry white dude over voter rights. Why is that the fucking, why is that the headline to the article? Mm-hmm. Like, why can't it just be Senator Joe Manson strays from party? Or, like, whatever. And it's like, I have no dog in the fight because I don't even know where I sit on it. But it's like, why do we have to just whore someone for, you know. Yeah, for uh, following whatever. what he thinks is right. Yeah, and it's just like, I mean, the next step is, of course, they want to get rid of the filibuster and all this other shit, and it's just like... Which, wasn't it the Democrats who first introduced the filibuster? I do not know. I'm going to Google that real quick, because for some reason, I thought that it was not specifically constitutionally enumerated, but it was left open interpretation within the Constitution. Filibuster origin. Because I know the Democrats and Republicans both use the filibuster frequently and now that it's first, not working for them they want it gone yeah well exactly and that's how it's going to be and that's for either side the republicans would do the same thing if given the opportunity none of these people are principled but mm-hmm. yeah certainly okay so the first senate filibuster occurred in 1837 when a group of whig senators filibustered to prevent allies of the democratic republican president andrew from expunging a resolution of censure used against him hmm. in nine or, i'm sorry in 1841 a defining moment came during the debate on a bill to charter a new national bank. So I don't know what the Whig senators, I don't know what that party is. Me neither. Um, let's Google that real quick. Da, 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 da. Alongside a slightly larger Democratic Party was one of the two second party system. Okay. Um, it's defunct, but I guess it'd be... Uh, it was opposing the Democratic Party, so I, I guess you could argue it was the, it was quote unquote the Republican Party, but I don't think the Whig Party became the Republican Party. Right. Um, sovereignty of the people, express popular constitutional conventions, blah blah. blah. Yeah, so it sounds like a, a sort of libertarian conservative style mm-hmm. movement, just in this like very brief uh, Wikipedia thing that I'm I'm reading here. Oh, apparently, it was Maryland was in the Whig Party based. <laughs> Um, yeah, so there you go. Um, it's, and again, it's just another thing where it's like, I don't know, it's, it's, you know, my father is on the board 
at the condo in Ocean City mm-hmm. that he owns. As a matter of fact, he's president of the board. Um, and let me tell you, I hate democracy more and more every day. So when he talks about it, dude, it is AIDS. <laughs> d- democracy is mob rule. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm-hmm. no one wants to be the guy talk shit on democracy or whatever. But in the end, if there's hundred people and fifty one people want one thing, those other forty nine people are are fucked. Hundred percent. And I'll take it even a step further and just say, just because the majority of people want something doesn't make it right. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if 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 half the country wants me dead for whatever reason, whether I deserve it or not, it doesn't mean that they should have the right to vote to kill me. Um, and certainly that's an, you know, I don't know if it's ad absurdium is the Latin, but it's, it's you know, taken to the most absurd. Right. Um, ad absurdum. Yeah, I was almost right. Um, you know. It's just, I don't know, it's just, I don't, I reject it. And again, it's like, you know, the reason that we have not descended in uh, the United States, haven't descended into the absolute just tomfoolery, like all, not all, well, yeah, all other industrialized Western countries, I mean, is because of the, the provisions set forth in the Constitution. And while those are run over more and more every day, um, we're not Canada you know, Jesus Christ, dude, Chinese troops in Canada. There are more Chinese troops in Canada than there are Can- Canadian troops in Canada. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, um, I think that'll do her. I think we're probably a little bit, what, hour five, hour ten, something like that? Yeah, just about at an hour ten. Sweet. I'm good to go. I don't have anything else to say for this one if you're, if you're good. Yeah, let's go ahead and wrap her up. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Top Keck Podcast. My name is Max. Of course, joining with me is the lovey. Lovey? Lovey? The lovey Nicholas. <laughs> Nick, tell, tell the people where they can find us and, uh, you know, send us out. Send us home. So, I'm not sure. I was looking at the Anchor the other day, and uh, it looks like we may have been lying this whole time on which, which places were, were seeable. I have to do a little bit more research into that, but I know... I know Spotify, because I've I, listened on Spotify. I know for a fact Spotify, YouTube. Um, I'm not sure about Apple Podcasts anymore. I'm not sure about Stitcher. But there was, like, a list of other little symbols there that said we were going out to those. So, at least find us on Spotify. Yeah. And TikTok. Yeah, and we are on TikTok. Follow us on TikTok. I cut up, uh, cut up awesome clips and put them on there, and... You know, like things of me saying, <laughs> "There's such bullshit." Based <laughs> to drop one in there for uh, for the culture, for the boys. Uh, yeah, make Nick do some more editing, yeah. extra work. Rock and roll. Whose favorite podcast is it? Nikki Three Legs. This is and always will be your stepdaughter's favorite podcast. You're goddamn right. As always, Max, Nick. We'll catch you guys on the next one. You guys have a great rest of your day, evening, month. Fuck your mom. See ya.